the birth of John. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months. She was, no doubt, a great help to her older cousin when Elizabeth was heavily pregnant with her unborn baby. And, of course, the two women shared the amazing secret of how they had been blessed by the Lord. However, Mary began to worry that she had been away from home too long. And eventually, the day came when she sadly told Elizabeth that she must say goodbye. Not long after Mary had gone, her cousin gave birth to a baby boy. Just as the angel Gabriel told, had told Zechariah she would. Like all proud parents, Elizabeth and Zechariah thought they would burst with happiness. Their friends and relatives gathered around to help them celebrate. What are you going to call him? Someone asked. As they looked, as they all turn, took turns in cuddling the tiny bundle. Oh, they're sure to name him Zechariah after his father, said a family friend, tickling the child under the chin. Yes, a relative agreed. After all, it's the tradition to name him after the father. Well, maybe they might like to name him after another member of the family butted in one of the baby's many uncles, while he grabbed the child out of someone else's arms. For instance, they might like to name him after me. Wait, wait, Elizabeth laughed, holding up her hand for silence. She could see that a family argument was about to break out. And when everyone was quiet, she said very firmly, We're going to name him John. John, everyone repeated in shock. Why on earth are you going to name him John? The argument began all over again. The first boy is always named after his father. There's not a single person in the entire family who's named John. Elizabeth stood her ground. I'm sorry, she said, smiling, completely unfazed. He's going to be called John, and that's that. She took the baby back into her arms, where he lay quiet, content, and peaceful. The relatives and friends wouldn't give up. What does Zechariah think, they urged. Surely he can't be happy about this John business, Elizabeth sighed. Why don't you ask him yourself, she suggested. Everyone looked at each other, slightly embarrassed. He might not be able to speak, Elizabeth said loudly, getting a little red in the face. But he hasn't lost the ability to think or write. The friends and relations found a writing tablet and pen and crowded around the elderly priest in anticipation. What do you want him to be called? One of them yelled in Zechariah's face. He's not death too, you know, Elizabeth murmured. Slowly and carefully, in big, clear letters, Zechariah wrote out, His name is John. There was utter commotion as the relatives and friends read Zechariah's words. Well, I don't believe it, one remarked. John, another spluttered. John. Yes, said Zechariah. Above the hubbub, his name is John. There was a gasp of astonishment as all heads turned to look at the priest. His eyes widened and he clapped his hands over his mouth in surprise. I can talk, he whispered. My voice has come back, he shouted. Thanks be to God, 
and he grabbed hold of the laughing Elizabeth and whirled her around, dancing and singing. After that, there wasn't a single person in the whole of the hill country of Judea who didn't get to hear of the child who had been born so late to Elizabeth and Zechariah, and of the miracle of how the priest's voice had returned. Everyone knew that the Lord must have had a hand in the amazing events, and they waited in awe to see what kind of man the child would grow up to be. About the story. Names in the Bible were not just labels for people. Often names were given to describe something about them. Jesus was so called because he was the Savior. His name means God saves. John's name means the Lord is gracious and shows that through him God was preparing to start an important work.